Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah, here we go for the hundredth time. Hand grenade pins in every line. Throw them up and let something shine. Going out of my fucking mind. Filthy mouth, no excuse. Find a new place to hang this noose. String me up from atop these roofs. Not a tight so I won't get loose. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Dug the trench out, lay down there with a shovel up out of reach somewhere. Yeah, someone pour it in. Make it a dirt dance floor again. Say your prayers and stop it out when they bring that chorus in. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and you, sir, are? I go, oh, I'm muted. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was muted. I go by many names, but you can call me Otto. Um, <laughs> why did I not have your mind go? It's all right. It's a one-man show. It's early. I'm Johnny Carson. Emmett, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Johnny. <laughs> Give me some more scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see some more uh, of uh, Audrey Hepburn's. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm dying over here. Fancy cone titty bra oh, pictures. It is nasty outside. It's it gray, is. dark, rainy, cold. But you know what, man? I'm pretty excited. What's going on, man? Oh, you what know. What happened? What happened? Uh, the old job came through with the old, hey, we're glad you're here bonus and i'm like thank you thank you very much that's good but uh to be honest with you man i'm in a good even with some shitty stuff still going like i'm in a good place man i really i really like it good I like it that's good news we all like good news i'll tell you what uh i killed that little bastard we've got <laughs> we got these fruit flies in here and, and we don't eat fruit we don't eat fruit uh maybe it's those uh fermented beer cans in the <laughs> garbage can and maybe but uh those son of a bitches are they're like uh, you can't kill them. They like punch flies in the face. Yeah, say come get some. Like you of that can bit. like you can clap those bitches in your hand and, and they uh, just fly they'll, off. they'll just fly off. They're and taking roids. Is that all you got? Come no, at me. No, man. it is. Is they're drunk. Yeah, they're, they're just drunk. drunk. Fermented, <laughs> fermented fruit flies. <laughs> oh oh my god! Um, I think it's good that uh, that you got appreciated at your job and they took care of you and did that. I remember one time when I worked at SunTrust. Uh, we for the holidays we got a nice email thanks thank you for your hard work card from the bank president oh i always i was like man fuck this guy i always liked uh, a turkey or something the uh attaboy here's a pen with the company name on it i got 10 of them on my desk there slap nut give me something else i will say this when i worked for coca-cola in rome um a lot of people don't understand the hard work that goes on in in the beverage industry. sure it's hard yeah, yeah. if you're Andrew a merchandiser, was here he could tell you all yeah. about it if you're a merchandiser you, you're working like a dog yeah like a dog but anyway um it was not united who bought out the wrong coca-cola but rome always gave every employee a voucher for a turkey yeah and man that christmas i mean that thanksgiving i got that voucher i walked in like a 28 pound turkey my wife goes Jesus Christ, we can't eat 28 pounds of turkey. And I'm like, we're going to try. Yeah, we're going to make an effort. <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Don't even don't, don't ask. Even ask. Don't turkey ask. something. Tetrazzini. <laughs> turkey sandwiches. Turkey smoothies. <laughs> turkey meat jelly. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Man, 
have you ever seen i mean i know you've seen it but like people that'll can uh Me? meat dude that's the grossest looking shit i've ever seen in my life so when i was still at coke i had to go when the uh the old piggly wiggly was the iga and it was like just a matter of days we knew it was coming there was n- yeah I mean, there, there was, was no, no saving way. it yeah i am in, in there and we're trying to like pull coke products that are savable and then get rid of all the out-of-date stuff. That's how bad it was. If you've got a store and your Coke products go out-of-date, you're not having any customers. No, it's the same with beer, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, They had pickled bologna. What? Yes. And so I took a picture of it and sent it to a friend was it, of mine. Was it pickled because it was outdated? No, or? <laughs> it was legit sold pickled bologna. I took a picture of it and sent it to a buddy of mine. Loves bologna. Like, he will eat bologna like people eat peanut butter. He's like, man, I like bologna, but I ain't eating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they had it beside the Kool-Aid pickles. Oh! <laughs> Have you seen that? Freaking fruit. Is that fruit punch or cherry? I think it's cherry. They use cherry uh, Kool-Aid and uh, put their pickles in it. No. Uh, around Memphis. Yeah. No. Yeah. You actually, they did sell them at Walmart for a little bit too, and I couldn't uh, persuade uh, the wife to get some and let us try, it. like film the kids eating it. Hey, why She's the like, pickle "They're red? not going to eat that, and I'm not cleaning up the row up <laughs> off the kitchen table." I was like, "We can go outside; it's all good." So, um, today we're going to talk about this. Uh, I know everybody's probably seen where Brian Laundry has uh, supposedly been found, and now there's uh, reports coming out that his DNA does not match the remains that was found by his um, quote-unquote campsite and his dry bag, which is a backpack with some dry clothes in it. Um, so that's what we want to talk about. And then we got a couple of other things that may tie in to uh, this whole Brian Laundry, uh, Gabby Patino uh, case. I, I think I actually said her name right for the first time because I wanted to call her Petrino. Bobby? In no a motorcycle. Ken to Bobby Petrino. Yeah. Some Patin, coke. Patino. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I still hate him. Man, I still hate that bastard. He's probably coaching somewhere right now. Oh, too. yeah. 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 Him and Urban Cryer somewhere faking motorcycle wrecks and heart attacks. Speaking of which, the picture that was leaked of him. There's a, behind him is a picture of him and his wife on the wall. <laughs> so bad. I'm like, could you? Why don't you just bring her over there? Oh, maybe he has. Well, maybe he's a cucker. Maybe they're not that appalled yeah. by the certain uh, situation. So, uh, but before we do all of that, before man, we're really talking about some Florida motherfuckers today. <laughs> uh, before we do that, let's get down to what the Florida. Today's What the Florida, uh, we have a Florida man found with a live grenade, a clown mannequin inside his truck. Okay. This is straight from the home office. <laughs> Deputies in Florida found a live grenade in a truck of a quote-unquote idiot uh, who was driving with a terrifying clown mannequin in the passenger seat. Okay. Uh, we could stop there and, it, and everybody just, just shit their pants. No, we could just stop there and everybody like, oh, it makes sense. It's Florida. <laughs> it's Florida. Uh, footage uh, released by the Flagler County Sheriff's Office. Make sure I said that right so we don't get canceled. Uh, shows a moment of a deputy stumbles, stumbles across an explosive uh, after he pulls over Lewis Branson, 65, uh, uh, in uh, Benel for an expired tag on his Dodge pickup. Uh, oh, shoot, is this for real? The deputy asks. Is he in Mayberry? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Um. He finds a grenade uh, concealed in a canister in the back of Branson's uh, ride. In a canister. Not only has it got regular shrapnel, we're going to get some we're more gonna, shrapnel. We're going to put it in like a bomb situation. <laughs> it's not only it's not a hand grenade at this point. It's a bomb. Right. Uh, get out of the truck. It looks like a possible grenade. Uh, Branson told the deputies he found the grenade three or four years ago while cleaning out a veteran's home and decided to keep it. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Dumbass. Trick or treat. <laughs> watch, them, watch them scatter. Uh he was unsure whether it was active or not. Now, you can't. Now, in his defense, which I'm not trying to defend him too much because he's got a weird clown mannequin in his passenger seat. Uh, but you can buy uh, grenades that have had uh, the fuse. Taken. Yeah, the guts out of it. So, yeah, you can buy those. Make nice paperweights. Or you can have a gold one made like the guy on uh, War Dogs and throw it through the glass window. when You cheat your buddy out of some money. <laughs> 
Um, the explosive device, uh, the explosive devote, the explosive disposal team conducted an X-ray of the device, which was believed to be active based on its internal mechanisms. It was later safely detonated by a, a nearby facility. Sheriff Rick Staley blasted Branson in a statement as a quote unquote idiot. You stupid moron. <laughs> I bet he called him more than that. Yeah. He was lucky he didn't kill himself or destroy his own truck or at a red light and destroy a family of six on their way to church. Yeah. Uh, along with their grenade deputies also found a life-size clown mannequin as well as a ma- as large amounts of cocaine, marijuana, and two pipes suspected of drug residue. I mean, that's what you want. You want a guy coked up out of his mind free with a mannequin free basin cocaine with a clown mannequin and a grenade the only thing that could have went better is if he had had a butt plug in and he was naked and if he had maybe a chihuahua in a uh, a jar of peanut butter in a <laughs> goddamn <laughs> i was gonna say a chihuahua with a hot dog halloween costume on but the peanut butter's a lot better i'm honestly not sure how the clown even fit in the truck it looked pretty human sized it was crazy uh, Branson, who also has an extensive criminal history in Florida and Georgia. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, Hometown hero. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes or free base cocaine. Uh, also admitted to deputies that his license had been expired since 2019. He needed to clear the matter up in Georgia. Uh, his last known uh, address was in Florida. Florida. So he's he's been living there for a while. He was charged with driving on an expired license, possession of drug paraphernalia, uh, possession of firearms, uh, weapons or ammo by a convicted felon, and several drug accounts. Branson was ordered to be held on here's the come on seven thousand dollars bond, and it's unclear if he's been able to hire an attorney at this time to speak on his behalf. Well. Somebody out there is licking their chops. Waiting to get a hold of that uh, case. Yep. No, they're like, this is going to put me on the map. All these all these damn uh, pro bono uh, court-appointed lawyers, the phone's ringing, they're like, don't get it. Hell no, I saw don't the answer arrest that. record. Don't answer that. He's driving around with a flagler. No, don't answer that. No, 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 no. Don't answer that. I wonder if all the, anytime a Florida number pops up on a, on a court-appointed uh, like, attorney's phone, like, son of a bitch another chapter in my book <laughs> yeah yeah for real they should start writing a book on the people that they can't defend and then that way they're uh they're a new york times bestseller right there i'd write it i'd read it but i'd be it. that asshole court appointed attorney uh judge to be honest with you we we don't have a defense i mean look just look at him he, yeah he he was naked with a butt plug a jar of peanut butter a chihuahua a clown <laughs> and a grenade what i mean how am i going to defend that uh, I'm, he's, he's kicking the door up and going, insanity. We plead insanity. Just look at it. What else is there to even talk about? You're not in your right mind, are you, son? <laughs> what color am I holding up? Seven. Exactly. Court adjourned. Seven years. <laughs> God damn. So let's get uh, to this sack of shit, Brian Laundry. Yes, a big old sack of poopers. And his family, man, I just I can't. I don't know what's going on there. I don't either. And then that attorney, I know he's hired by the family, but God, if he's not an Earl Shives used car dealer. he You probably can't wipe your hand. Killing your hand off is so, so slimy. Oh, <laughs> this guy. He looks like a slug in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best analogy ever. <laughs> so uh, we all know uh, Brian Laundrie's uh, story with him uh, taking his fiance road tripping across the United States, doing their video blog. Um, and she ends up missing. He comes home without her. Uh, and then they find her, they find her body. She's dead. Uh, but in the meantime, as he comes home, he's everything silent. The family's not talking to anybody. It's all quiet, quiet, hush, hush. So when they do talk to the media, it makes it look like he's got about a three day head start from, uh, from disappearing, you know, trying to, trying to escape. And they want everybody to believe that he is off in this uh, this reservation in Florida. Um, but if you actually look at it, when Dog the Bounty Hunter steps in and starts breaking this thing down, I wonder who called him off of that. I'm still curious about that. I know he got hurt, but... He rolled his ankle, but, I mean, a rolled ankle, you can yeah. still get out there and kind of hobble around and direct some traffic. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Charlie Morton pitched 
a clean inning with a broken leg. Yeah. So, so. dog's not dog, going to let dog's a sprained not, ankle. Dog's not going he, to the bullpen. No, he's not going to the bullpen. He's going to stick in there. So, um, so I think you and I talked about if if you look at where dog's timeline was to when all this shit went down, um, he had about eleven, about a le- seven to eleven good days to get missing. And uh, if even if you're on a bicycle. You can get a long ways in, in 11 days. You can get a long ways on a bicycle. So what has happened now is their remains were reportedly found. I think it was October the 21st. Okay. Now we've been doing this since, uh, was it September or, or August? How, how, when did this thing uh, kick off? Hold on. I had a news article. It may say. Um, and I'll try to scour down on this one real quick. She was... M- Oh, now laundry was missing since September the 17th, and she was reported missing September 11th, which her family kind of knew something was going on prior to that. I think September the 11th is when they finally reported or they got that uh, no call. And they got, well, and they got that weird text too, so. Um, So, yeah, we're talking, he had a minimum two weeks. Yeah. Head start. That's what I was, Yeah. At least at least eleven days, but minimum of two weeks. I think. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. So what later? What what we think is, not we. I say me. You can uh, you can chime in on this if you want to. I'll take the legal brunt of it first. Um, I think his family hit him. Um, I think they. He came home probably like she wouldn't shut up. I did this to her. She died. I didn't mean to kill her, but she's out in the, she's out in the desert somewhere and I'm here and I don't know what to do. So I think they took whatever they could, whatever means they could. They just kept everything kind of hush hush. And I think they helped him get away. Oh yeah, I do too. I mean, I think they helped set him up. I think he initially did go into that, that, uh, preserve. And I think they a reserve, not preserves. I think he went in there. Uh, I think they had him set up. Uh, like uh you know i think they i think they may even have had him uh it may have been one of them things where there's money means and opportunities yes but you're not coming back yeah yeah here's money here's here's your here's uh, some food this is this but uh and i need to take four of your molars yeah that's what another thing i mean everything you read is the fbi has confirmed it's brian laundry by dental records really but i'm gonna tell you something if something happens to me and the only way they can identify me is dental records, don't buy it. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too, is uh, the body that they found, uh, reported, they reported, oh, we found the body, uh, we found some of his belongings and this, that, and the other. Well, you've got forensic guys taking a look at the de- decomposition of the remains, and they're like, no, something's not adding up here. because." And on our podcast, we do a lot of – missing persons and bodies are found much much later or we do uh we've done some of the smiley face killer stuff where they're found in water and i'm by no means an expert but i want to say if a body was in five weeks was in water for five weeks yeah there's going to be skin slippage but there's going to be enough dna and bone marrow and um and things like that that you can test and make sure 100% it's him. And for you to come out and say the only thing we could do is use his dental records. Short of being eaten by an alligator, that's not true. And there's nothing – you're not going to have – there's not a lot to work with when an alligator eats you. No. I mean, their acids in their stomach are so – I mean, it's just – it's going to eat up pretty much whatever's what's in there. So uh, now the report's coming out uh, stating that uh, – and correct me if I'm wrong, if you didn't read this the same way I did, um, but the family was called in, and they pretty much led him right to where he was. Right, and I've watched a couple. There's a lot of YouTube videos out there. There's some Instagram reels. How long have we been looking for this guy? Since he went missing for September 17th. So Four, we, 14, 14 days or, or a month now. A month. But they went. They pretty much got Basically, in there the first day. Basically parked their truck, walked four walked, and a half miles right to it. Right and to they it. showed, people have gone in behind them after the crime scene tapes have, are cut down. And they show what an arduous trip that is for two people to just happen. That's not a hiking trip. Sure. That's it's, way, it's way off, off the, the map. path. And for you just to wander, Walk right to it. Uh, we were just out exploring. Yeah. And we we found, just zigged and we zagged and uh, there no, he was. You no, you didn't man, zig and on. zag. 
And the other thing, the they found him two or three miles away from uh, from the entrance of the park, and they said something you know it's equivalent to like a forty five minute hike walk. But again, you're talking about forty five minutes away, not on a trail that you're zigzagging through all this pot. What you know, it's, palmettos, yeah, yeah, palmettos everywhere, Swamp land, yeah. yeah. So it's not none of it makes sense. So now the report is that the DNA in the they identified him on dental records, but the DNA in the skull does not match his DNA. And Nancy Grace was even on her podcast or her, I think she still has a TV show somewhere, but uh, and she was even saying, "Hey, this something's not right here. Mm-hmm. You can't have dental records match and DNA not match, and it be." No. Legit. It's not that, yeah, there's not, it's not possible. It's not humanly possible. No. So now one thing, you know, before we get too deep and dark and just beat on him and his family, the good thing is Petito's uh, family has kind of, they had that moment of clarity where um, they could either wallow in their sorrow or they could make something good out of it. And they have established the um, Gabby Petito Foundation and it was founded to help cold cases such as anyone missing. And they kind of almost John washed it. Um, like they, took, a, they, they picked up the flag. Right. And, they're, yeah, and yeah. they're carrying it because they were like, look, she's not the only person that's ever gone missing. There are tons of young women out there and, you know, of all colors, all races that need to some closure. And so I really want hats off to them. I mean, establishing that foundation, we did, uh, we've done a couple of cases where the parents have kind of, you know, I, they've set up foundations to help families going through something like that, or they've set up a foundation for uh, financial assistance. And so for a tragedy like that to strike your family and then you feel the need to, to help others. Yeah, I think that's commendable. It is. Usually commendable. It's it's a that's a that's a set of shoes that I never want to stand in. Mm-mm. Never want to stand in that. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that we were kind of talking about too off air. Uh, how many bodies have they found over there now? Nine. There's nine nine confirmed cold case cold bodies. case bodies Fine. in that in that area. Yeah, and the way that the um, Daily Mail is where I found this one. Emily Ferlazzo was 22. She was reported missing by her parents, and that's when her piece-of-shit husband, who was 41, came back to New Hampshire and just, uh, she ran off. So he finally confesses to shooting her and dismembering her body, and then they've got three other cases that Petito's case has solved on, just on October the 9th, three more were solved. So that's a total of four and, you know, it's just, it's odd, it's an odd situation to where this is almost Florida's killing fields. Yeah. I mean, I think the killing fields in Texas, there was 14 bodies, 12 to 14 bodies. There may be more. But, I mean, for you to find the a person you were looking for plus nine more, I mean, that's a dumping ground. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be serial killers. The one in um, Texas, they don't think all of them's just the work of one man. It was just a desolate place that the elements were ripe for kind of taking care of bodies. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is a situation, and, and this is North Florida. But you know what's odd, though, is why would you um, why would you take bodies and dump them in a place where people actively walk and walk search and, and nobody's found anything? Nobody's ever found anything. But is it one of those things, and I just, is it one of those situations where 90% of the people that go hiking in that state of the trails, because it's Florida, hell, you, you yeah, wander off. you, you get could, bit by a snake. Yeah. Yeah. And they're thinking, well, shit, if I, you know, do what I'm, you know, if I take precaution not to kill myself trying to dispose of this body and I walk a couple hundred yards off the beaten path, mm-hmm. nobody's going to be coming back here. And then again, too, you got to, they're talking about the elements and, uh, and the animals or whatever. I don't think, uh, you know, despite it being an alligator, I don't think there's many other animals that'll eat a human in that area. In that, in that, do you think, I mean, I, maybe I a pan, maybe the Florida panther, but I don't know. The wampus cat. Wampus cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So, yeah, so there's nine bodies that's been found in this area where supposedly Brian Laundrie's remains were found. Um, I don't think it's him. I don't think the remains that they found uh, belong to him. I don't know what the angle is, who's trying to cover it up, how it's taken so long to bring this guy to justice. My personal opinion is he is not in the United States anymore. I've I've said that from the beginning. I don't think he's in the United States. And I know people's have pictures of him uh, on the Appalachian Trail, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, there is 11 places that supposedly he has been spotted. The Fort DeSoto Campground, which is down there in Florida. I'm sorry, it's not North Florida. I apologize. The Appalachian Trail in North Carolina in his uncle's car. I mean, that that's pretty, pretty precise there. Yeah. The Carlton Reserve, which is also in Florida, Bullwinkle Saloon in West Yellowstone, a Mexico restaurant, the Toronto Hotel. Uh, then you have all the people that gave him rides out west. Um, Northport, he was seen two blocks from the parents' home. An Okaloosa County trail camera that everybody thought was him turns out to be false. Mm-hmm. He's been seen in Alabama and the Bahamas. Some I mean, he's around. he's all over the place. He's I mean, but here's my thing: if it ain't cheap to travel, people. No, you ain't going to the can. You ain't going to Canada and the Bahamas, and then Mexico. You got to pick one. Yeah, and if you're a fugitive, you're probably going to Mexico. Oh yeah, and my thing with this because you don't have to get on an airplane. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things. You want me to smuggle you in? In? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you? What do you mean? In? No, no, no. I take out. <laughs> but. um uh, yeah, the one thing was um, there's a claim that he drove up to a 25,000-acre park, and that's where his car was at after they after he supposedly, his parents supposedly found a note on, the wind, on that windshield. Um, so, I mean, the Appalachian Trail, though, is... That's where Dog came in. He said he needed help for people looking in North Carolina. Um, I, I'm I'm still I'm still curious and I'm still puzzled why he he stepped away from that case the way he did. Like oh, I am who too. who got in his ear and told him, "Hey, well, did you also see all that stuff from his that rant about his son's wife?" Mm-hmm. They showed got, back up. Yep, yep. So yeah, somebody yeah, somebody somewhere is trying to. Uh, Send a very, uh, I guess, stern warning to him to stay away, stay out of it, which I think is so odd. Why would, if you got somebody that's actively helping pursue a guy who's killed somebody, pro bono, maybe multiple people that's not charging anything, why would you, why would you be so hard on them to get them out of there? Um, so. Well, let, here's the thing. They brought in cadaver-sniffing dogs to try to find him. And they didn't find and that. And they didn't find him, but his parents can walk 45 minutes right, right to, to the him. spot. Right to him. Come on, people. Yeah. Wake up. Here's another thing that we had talked about that we you and I had talked about off air. We hadn't really went into it. Uh, and we I'm going to get into this one a little more heavy um, uh, the more that we know. There's actually just now articles coming out on it. While uh, Gabby and Brian were in Moab, where she was found, uh, where he killed her, there's also a lesbian couple, was their bodies were found dead in that same area, okay? Um, they had been, they actually lived in a, in a camping site there, and now they're part of a double homicide, and they both ended up dead, um, they they said as far as they know uh, that Brian Laundry's not involved, and uh, but to me, it's hard for me to for you can't say he wasn't involved. And my thing was, did they see him kill her? And or then did, he did or, they say something about him beating her, and he snapped and killed them, and she saw that Gabby saw. Him and killed then that's them. why he got rid of her. Too. Yeah, there's the, there's the the double edged sword there. One happened the cart before the horse, the yeah. chicken before the egg situation. And you may be right. I mean, he may have been beating her ass, and they they stood up for her, and and then he's like, oh no, this way this is going down, and he killed him. And then and then you have the the body cam footage where she's unconsolable, hysterical, like just like she's been through some serious trauma. 
And I don't see that as just domestic her that, him slapping him right. her around. No, no, no. That the way she was acting on that body cam footage that she had she had been through a horrific event. Like she had some trauma, like major trauma. So um but we want to get into uh and I want to let me get their names cuz I hate keep calling them the lesbian couple. Homophobe. That's all I need. So while you're looking for that, they said that, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They said that um There was, while looking for laundry in in Mobile, Alabama, a body was found in a dumpster next to a Walmart in Tillman's Corner, not Auburn, but Mobile, and uh, they revealed that this guy was a homeless man, and so they solved that case in in Alabama. We're not even talking about the nine bodies in Florida. Utah, um, they found a newlywed couple. I think this is the one... That you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And their names were Crystal Turner. Yep. And Kaylin Schulte. Schulte. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They keep saying that that's not, but it's, mm -mm, mm -mm, I don't buy it. I don't either. And they, and they're real quick to say somebody's out uh, giving a story. They, they frequent in this place called Woody's Bar. And uh, they told people that there was a creepy dude uh, in the campsite area and that, the person actually said he begged them or she begged them not to go back out uh, to the campsite. And then that was the last time they were seen alive. Yeah. I mean, so many twists and he turns. He is creepy. Yeah. He's pretty fucking. Yeah. They didn't have to say he was a, you and know. if he's got that, you know, rage going on. Yeah. He, you know, in Wyoming, they're looking for Gabby. They find the body of 46 year old Robert known as Bob Lowry. He's 46. He had died from a gunshot wound to the head. Um, then you've got, um, he was found in the same part she was. So you've got the uh, Schultz and um, Turner found near where her body's found. Then you have this man from Texas found in Grand Teton. Then they find... Uh, 30-year-old Lauren Cho, which that's a huge case that they've just found. Just found, yeah. Um, I saw that yesterday. And, and it, it, you know, and then you go to North Carolina, they find, um, uh, what was it? Yeah, they find on the Blue Ridge Parkway a 33, 33-year-old man, Joshua Calderon. He had so, been killed. So you think about, it, are people crossing his path? And he's just... That's what I'm wondering. I mean, is he just... I'm not going in. I mean, is this old West? Is this um, Bonnie and Clyde? I'm not going back to prison. Right. I'm not going, not going back. But in his case, not I'm not going. going. Well, here, everybody, you take a look at this guy. He looks harmless. He really looks harmless. And he's killed his girlfriend. He killed her. Okay. Straight up. Can't convince me otherwise. Ted Bundy was harmless looking too. He was on the dating. Wasn't he on the dating game? Ted Bundy wasn't. There Who was, was that an, guy? there was another guy. Um, his uh, God dang it, I can't remember what his name was. I uh, but yeah, there's they called him the. Uh, I forgot what his little serial killer handle was, but yeah, he was on the dating game. He uh, he actually was on the 1978, I believe, was the episode. But uh, but if people look at Brian Laundry and say he's not capable of doing all these things or or a lot of these things, let me tell you. You don't know what's going on between somebody's ears, and you don't know what they're capable of doing. And I saw a quote one time, you never know what a desperate man is capable of. And he's desperate. Oh, yeah. He's des- He's he's another level. And I don't know if desperate. we talked about it. Me and you talked about it. We talked about on our podcast, um, we did a Patreon exclusive. We just kind of went through the timeline before they found his body, kind of just kind of keeping everybody updated. There's a TikTok video, and it shows... You know, everybody's probably seen what appears. It's like a blob squatch, but it looks like a hand coming out of that flower mm-hmm. bed. Well, everybody's like, is it, is it not, is it? Nah, nah, nah. Well, there's a lady, another separate lady that didn't do that in that video. She starts researching uh, underground storage in Florida. There's a company that makes these underground storage, like kind of prepper mm-hmm. stuff. She pulls up the plans and it and it's animated and you see a little white shed and then there's like a tunnel going down and it opens up into a big room. Well, there's an air vent. It's a little concrete square thing. 
she goes on Google Earth, types in uh, Laundry's parents' house. There's a white shed. About, I don't know, 10 yards in front of it. There's a square concrete thing with with a fucking plant on it. Yeah. I mean, you can't get much more specific than that. I want to know who his parents are. Well, I just... That's like I, I would like to know what they're what 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 are they into? Like where are they from? What's their background? I just saw. Here it is. I didn't hear that. That's pretty interesting, dude. It's because he because he could have been just hanging out there forever. Yeah, and nobody would have known. No, let everything die down. Let's get a fake body out here. That's the other thing with the body too. When they found the body in the condition the body was in, or the de- the decomposed corpse or whatever they found out there in the in the park. That's another. It, it took that. It's it's harder to find DNA on something that's been decomposed. And I, do they know that? Do they know there's more time that they bought him to do what? That's he needs what to I'm do? wondering because you know we talked off air. If it came down to it, and I give you money, a means, and an opportunity to get out and get away from me, but I have to knock four of your molars out. And the alternative is I'm riding the lightning because he's going. Oh yeah, he's death, penalty. death penalty all the way. Yeah, especially in Florida. Take. As many teeth as you need. That's one thing Florida's got right. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like, hey, Texas has got a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but no, uh, they said that um, the son, I just found this, is uh, his mother is Roberta Laundry, and they live in Northport, Florida, and uh, they own, his father's name is Christopher, Chris Laundry, 62. Mm-hmm. They own a 10,000 square foot property according to tax documents. Um, and that's basically all that's out there about the parents. Um, they've never said any, they've never told their side of the story. They've always used that, that slimy ass uh, attorney, attorney to talk on their behalf. But I mean, it's just, I don't know there. Now, Brian's got a sister named Cassie and she's kind of flew under the radar. Um, she did appear, appear on Good Morning America at the beginning, hoping that they could find both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she knows the deal. Yeah. So she shut it down. Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, it's. The whole thing to me is rotten. rotten in Denmark. Yeah, it's all rotten. And I'm telling you. You can't tell me the parents was able to just walk right up to this area where he supposedly is. A 62-year-old. Unless you planted a fucking a body there. 55-year-old woman. And they're not avid hiker, outdoor-y type. Now, they do camp. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. They kind of know, but they're not. They don't appear to me as someone that's going to make a 45-minute trek off trail in a Florida preserve. Mm-mm. In central Florida. Right. I said North Florida earlier. I apologize. So it just leaves a lot of doors open, a lot of questions unanswered. And oh, there is, y'all think this is over? It's not over. It's not even close to being over. No, and if they ever, ever, and, it, and they don't even have to. Circumstantial evidence will get them in civil court, where they will have to pay Gabby's parents. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, if we can convict OJ's crooked ass in uh, civil court with the same evidence, they gonna get Brian Laundry. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they're got somebody's going to have to pay for that. I just don't see how they're going to escape time in jail. I don't either, man. I don't. I don't. I think that they have. Uh, I mean, again, it's my opinion, and, uh, and everybody knows what you say about opinions. But uh, I think that they, he came home after this whole situation went down out there, and they hit him. They hit him out immediately, and they did everything they could do to 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 make sure that he wasn't apprehended. And if they find his dead body tomorrow, I'll feel like a complete fool. But guess what? It won't be the first time I felt like a complete fool. <laughs> but I would rather be proved wrong in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Prove me wrong, please. Please. I would rather be wrong. Yeah. About in this it situation, all. I don't want. And then you go back to if he's on the Appalachian Trail. Look at the Atlanta park bombing. Mm-hmm. He was gone for what a year? Yes, before they ever caught him. And the and the local cops around the Appalachian Trail said when they started searching, they were like, look, if he has any knowledge of this area, you're not going to find him. Mm-hmm. You will only find him once his He's moved from provisions one spot to another. run out. And sure enough, what they catch? how'd they catch him? He was digging through a dumpster in yep. town yep. trying to eat. Trying to f- find food, yeah. And you know that guy. I would love to like get him in here because you yeah. know he was like probably sipping on his coffee early one morning. 
man, I love working this town. Never, what the, who the, oh, Jesus Christ. That's the, it's the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No. I'm going to need some backup. <laughs> it was probably more like, uh, I don't know why you guys called me out here. I was enjoying my breakfast. God damn because he looks like the Unabomber. That's why we called you. Oh, shit. It is. It's the Unabomber. Hey, boy, come here. What are you doing? <laughs> Have you ever blown some shit up? Do you know how to make bombs? <laughs> oh, man. Is it the red wire or the green wire? Which one goes first? Quick, quick. Don't think. Just tell me. <laughs> damn. Well, what we will do is continue to follow this case. Uh, and uh, I do want to uh, maybe, and which I, this is unfortunate and it's sad. Um, with a newlywed couple that they found dead out there in Moab. Um, nobody's talking about it. Nobody's discussing it because nobody gives a shit. And, and it's why, sad. Here's my thing. So we're going to, we're going to talk about it. Why was her case national? more important than theirs? There's two women dead. And then Cho, she was kind of under the radar. All these people have loved ones and they're just as important. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. There is a podcast out there, um, if you love misery, and and it is black exploited missing. Uh, they do mostly women, but they've kind of branched out, and basically now anybody they do. It's kind of like when we did the uh, natives in Canada; they've kind of taken that uh, blueprint and they've turned it into um, the missing black children, children, women, um, you well, know, men, guys that just walk off college kids and i mean i try to anytime it's a uh newly missing i try to post that on our social media Mm -hmm. just to get some some coverage out there but you know i get i just go back to and i'm not taking anything away from petitos at all and i think again i want to reiterate the fact that they it is commendable they have taken such tragedy and turned it into such good i think they would be they would 100 percent be behind trying to help these two women too yeah yeah I, i think any of these any of these cases that they found bodies looking for Gabby, I think they feel, I don't, not vindicated is the right word, but I think they feel a Vigilant. sense of accomplishment too. Yeah. That there is some closure being. Now, there's still questions, but Lots at questions. least now families have a body. Before, families didn't Just have any. And so within a month, Gabby's situation has solved nine cases. Yeah. Well, Found bodies in nine cases, maybe right. not solved. Um, but I, you, you just ask yourself, and it's not the white woman syndrome either. It, it's beyond that. Yes, she was attractive. Yes, she was blonde-headed. But this this case is beyond that. What grabbed, what was so, was it the, and I, I'm not saying conspiracy tenfold hat stuff. Was it one of those things where she had such a huge presence documenting this um trek that they go on and, and she was always outdoors and she was a blogger and stuff did she have that bit is that little niche out there that big that it kind of just exploded from mm-hmm. that and i think that may be it and i hope that's it right you know i hope there's no We're nefarious smoke and mirrors yeah yeah but yeah man it's just it's just a sad situation anytime a person goes missing anytime a person is a victim of domestic violence you know i've always said you may beat me to death, but if you're mistreating a child or a woman, I'll do everything in my power to make you stop. Yeah. 100%. And there's a special place in hell for people like that. You know, you beat on women and children. Why? Because they're defenseless. You know, you're, yeah. you're a piece of shit. And 100% then, piece of shit. And it goes to that whole thing, too, you sent me yesterday, which we, 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 we're going to cover this. We just have to get more information on it because we want to do it right. Uh, with the indigenous children up in Canada oh. in the reform schools, uh, the the de- the total of of uh, bodies now has reached over seven thousand. So they found over seven thousand dead First Nation nations children that were took away from their parents in these Canadian reform schools uh, all over British Columbia, Canada, uh, and it started out with I think was it three hundred and twelve. Yeah, that, and, and like we that. thought, man, that's that's ridiculous. terrible. And then the next one we found they go to the was next like five hundred, just unmarked grave, mass grave of these dead children. Yeah, so now we're over seven thousand dead children. And when he says over seven thousand, he's not talking about seven thousand sixteen. He's talking about over seventy six hundred. We're, yeah. we're knocking on eight thousand. Yeah, we're knocking on eight thousand, close to eight thousand now. And here's the thing, you know, 
Canada and that douchebag prime minister they have up there, he's always quick to talk about how the U.S. doesn't have their shit together. Hey, we as a country screwed up with the Trail of Tears and our, and our huge mishandling of that whole relocation situation. Mm-hmm. But Canada was like, here, hold my beer. There's no telling what those kids went through, man. And it was no a, telling. What, what did we find? The latest, the last school to close was either late seventies, mid eighties, or was it? It late was in 90s? the nineties. It was yeah. in the ninety ninety six, I believe. The last school up there, reform school. For, Y'all, the twentieth century. This shit was going on. Yeah. And and and, and here's the thing. And I'm not anti-religion at all. I'm God fearing man. All in the name of of yeah of religion. Yeah. All in the name of religion. They were Catholic schools. They took those kids, and they couldn't beat the. I mean, and, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but if they didn't beat the Indian out of them, they they died. They mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't live. You, you're going to conform, or you're not going. to. If they caught those kids speaking in their native tongue, they were like just the shit they went through just for speaking their native language. Yeah. It's horrible. And there's a great documentary out there. We, you know, you can go back and listen to um, the previous episode that we've talked about this. But there's a great documentary out there. There's some, excuse me. There's some guys our age, you know, mid forties. First Nations people that have started nonprofit organizations trying to teach these youth about their history, what um, an honor it is to have that history. Yeah, they're showing them the you know the medicine that can be found on the land. They show them how to make canoes. They you know just teach them about that aha moment of I'm in a place and it, this this whole situation is bigger than I am. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going through some shit. My parents have left me, or I've run off. I got a drug problem, but. You know, I always say it, and and I live this, and I really do believe it now. God doesn't put you in situations where it knocks you to your knees for nothing, because He know He puts He doesn't put something on you that you can't handle. And I feel like with those First Nation people, there's a generation behind the elders that have taken up that torch, and they're like, I may not save all of them, but I'm gonna save that one. Yeah. And there's a guy; he's a counselor. And he said, he had a 14-year-old girl. He said, I talked to her 107 times. And they said, why 107? He said, because if it took 108, I was still going to do it. Mm-hmm. He said, and it wasn't, you need religion or you need this. He said, it was just, hey, you want to talk about what happened today? He said, sometimes I would get a yes, sometimes I would get a no. He said, but now she's been clean for a year. She has a job. She's engaged. Her husband is a First Nations person. They have embraced the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that whole thing breathing life. And I think as big as we are technology and how we can find stuff, I think there's a little bit of solace in that. Hey, this is mine. This is private. This mm-hmm. is, you know, and I think it's that's not something, for everybody. Yeah. And I think that's something that those people could, you know, could really champion, you know, kind of change the change the culture. Well, and also be a force or the direction. Yeah. They're trying. I mean, they really get trying. those tribes together, get those elders together and be a force in Canada. Yeah. Put your differences aside, and and I always say, and it's cliche, but it's the next generation. It's not about you. You're not here for you now. Mm-hmm. You're here for them. So, right. I mean, and another thing, and I'll get off my soapbox, but the other thing is a lot of times God puts you in situations not to see how you handle it, but to make you realize who around you can handle it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you find out that circle is as small as it is, it makes you appreciate those friends that, that never that you judged you. Right. Now, I, don't get me wrong, and you would be someone I could do this to and you could do it to me. I'm not saying you need friends that are always blowing, you know, sunshine and rainbows up your ass. I mean, if I do something stupid, I want, hey, hey you're a dumbass. Yeah. I need that. You need a reality check. But I think that's another thing that we get as men. We, we've got this macho bravado. I don't need help. We, we've got this veteran suicide problem in this country. We have a mental health problem in this country. But I think everybody needs that one guy. Like I always say, I've got, you know, every interview I've ever been on, I raise my hand. I was like, I got five friends mm-hmm. out of those five friends. If I called at three in the morning and said, I need a tarp and a shovel, there would be no questions asked. It would be, I'll be there within an hour. You know, kind of like the, I'm going to ask you to do some things. We can never talk about it again. And the answer is, am I taking your car? Are we driving mine? Yeah. And that's what you need. Yeah, I need someone to help me bury the body, and then we'll go look for him with everybody else. <laughs> but I also need someone to punch me in the face and go, "You're an idiot, man! You can't do this." Stuff. Yeah, you know, do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but anyway, that's my little so if anybody feel good moment. If anybody wants to send us a list of uh, uh, 
child predators. Uh, send it to the email and uh, I'm oh, and just kidding. A, there is a guy in uh, Britain and uh, <laughs> or Scotland. He is like missing exploited children. There's a huge group. They kind of uh, ex military kind of still have some channels. They don't have to worry about the red tape, and they yeah. they get some things done. That's nice. And I, I, you know, again, you know, I'd like to do. I'd I'd really like to interview that guy. But I mean, uh, if you want to find a bunch of dead, uh, dead, un- un- unidentifiable bodies, <laughs> those I know. are the ones we need to be yeah uh, be uh, planting around the. Well, this child molester had molested twenty seven people, and we only found an arm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleeping with the fishes. So. Well, all right, sir. I appreciate you getting here and let's knock this one out and let's shed some light on this other stuff that's going on too. Uh, let's give Crystal Turner and uh, Kaylin Schultz some uh, some love too and, and try to talk about them and see if we can't figure out what happened to them. Um, because just like you said, one person's uh, death and disappearance is not more important than another's. And the sad part is uh, some people don't champion other people's lifestyles. So that's why it's not as important to them. So, but they're important to us, and we're going to talk about them. We'll get in here and get an episode done uh, when we get more information with those two ladies and try to figure out, uh, you know, maybe we can find some missing pieces of that puzzle and help yeah. some folks out. So, just shed some light on it. I hope you have an awesome weekend. You too, man. Go hey, dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>